This episode includes some of my inner ramblings around trying new things and the things that I'm trying lately, contrast, destruction, and things that feel uncomfortable that usually happen before what you desire comes into your life, as well as enjoying the imperfection of life. The Embody Podcast accompanies you on your journey of remembering and embodying your true nature, integration and alignment with your vibrational clarity, self-love, and living a life of beauty and wholeness. It's a menu of transformative healing tools, experientials, meditations, and practices from a blend of family constellations, somatic therapies, and holistic and spiritual practices sprinkled with vulnerable conversations with people who have the courage to be themselves, Alive Now episodes with updates on my personal process, and reverie episodes that are spiritual succulents that honor, reveal, hug, shake, or stir you into love. I'm your host, Candice Wu, integrative and intuitive healing facilitator and artist. It's one of those rainy days, and I'm loving it. You can probably hear it in the background. I hope that it's not too distracting. I hope you enjoy it with me today. And as you arrive into this podcast today, I welcome you and I welcome you to just feel into your own body, your own energy, the state of your emotions and your heart. Today was the first time that I had knocked over an entire jug of water during my client session because I was <laughs> demonstrating no and like strong boundaries. And I whipped out my arm to say no, <laughs> to put like sort of like a stop sign up. And I just slammed it into this big glass jar full of water. And it, I just stared at it as it like spilled all over my table and it was like a waterfall down to the ground <laughs> and my client was so wonderful about it and was like oh do whatever you need to and I was I just threw a towel down but um it was funny because I was just bragging to my brother how I love using those big 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 jars because I have to fill it up less like fewer times a day. Well, actually, that's not true. I ended up I end up filling it more than I used to fill up smaller containers of water, but I drink more water, which is great. So I'm filling it up frequently, but it feels like it's easy and I'm drinking so much more water and I feel a way, just way better. I talked a lot about water. <laughs> on the uh, last week's episode on 42 micro habits that I do for self-care. I might be obsessed with it at the moment because it just feels like something really loving that I can do for myself. And I always feel better when I do it. So this episode is just a few of my inner thoughts and ramblings 
but things that I've been doing and contemplating and that are happening. I'm trying a lot of new things. It actually was spurred by an event that was upsetting. Uh, A friend of mine that uh, is in this area in Michigan moved away, and I felt like this friend was more of a, a recent new friend, and I haven't been back in Michigan all that long. It's only been a, a more solid year. And then before that, maybe like six months, which was prior to my Mexico trip of four months. So making friends wasn't really my priority. And I do have a handful of friends from before, like before I lived in Chicago, before I traveled for several years. And that those are long-standing good friends, and there's a way they have become family. But there's something different about having a friend that just vibes completely on your level and in the kind of lifestyle you have in the now. And that friend moved away, and it just kind of dug up some stuff alongside the fact that it was the lunar eclipse in May. And I had some really strong emotions of feeling lonely and by myself, living life by myself. And at the same time, I was looking at my life feeling like that's really not the case that I'm alone, but I feel the loneliness. So it was very much a function of something existential and inward. And out of that experience, which at times was brutal, I... I decided to join some meetup groups and I started playing volleyball in those meetup groups. And it's been so, 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 so fun. I used to play volleyball when I was in middle school and I wasn't very good, but uh, I made the team and it's, it's great to put those skills back into use. And also I'm going to do an open mic night coming up. I'm going to recite some of my spoken word poetry, and I might sing a song. It's funny how our desires, if you believe this, and I do, and I I like this magical feeling of life, when our desires, when what's aligned for our spirit, when what we want carries a thread through in our lives and if we if we just stand in our alignment in the present moment if we stop putting too much pressure on things stop trying so hard but find the easeful way the things that we desire start to just land in our laps so about 2 months ago i was telling someone i want to be a singer like this is my next career singing i don't think that i'm a really good singer I think that um, I'm getting better with practice, but it's something that I love. And it's something that I'm choosing now more and more to do for myself because of the feeling I get and because of what feels satisfying to me, how I want to use my voice, how I want to hear my voice. Oh, speaking of voice, the Feed Your Wild 
voice program is still open for registration. It's open till June 7th, 2021. And it's an awesome, awesome program by Vanessa Rodriguez, a friend of mine. She's an Akasha creator and a functional nutrition practitioner. She blends the two in this mystical and physiological experience all around the voice. Using your voice, expressing your soul, and uh, getting comfortable in your voice. It's really cool because she talks about astrology around, I'm not really sure. I'm going to jump in the program myself, but there's there are pieces about astrology and how that might be affecting your throat and your throat chakra, herbal recommendations, and other root causes of throat issues. It's so, so exciting. I was thrilled to guest teach on the topic of playing with sound and silence and the body. You can find that information at candicewu.com slash feedyourwildvoice. And if you use that link, it will also give me some of uh, the, the proceeds for the registration. Some of that will come to me and it will feed the podcast. So feed your wild voice, feed the Embody podcast. It's very reasonable. It's $444 and it's eight beautiful, beautiful and curated, well-curated modules that you can do at your own pace. There are awesome um, guest teachers and mentors from just a variety of specialties. So it's, it's really exciting. Okay, back to what I was saying. Wait, what was I saying? Well, this is one of those moments like spilling your water across the table, like flinging your water across the table. <laughs> you know in movies when you see things are not perfect, like <laughs> like the moment when this person's true love comes running across the field and then they wipe out? <laughs> or if it's even like smaller stumbles, I find those really endearing because it just speaks to like the imperfection of life and how things actually are. There's this authenticity that isn't polished up and isn't deleted. It's enjoyed. It's something <laughs> that you can just savor because it's part of our lives. That's how I felt with the water. <laughs> And that's how I feel now as I'm forgetting what we're talking about, voice, singing, singing. Yeah. Okay. So it's interesting how our desires, even if we're not, well, especially if we're not so focused and pressured about a certain desire, a certain thing we want in our lives, that it just starts to form itself and unfold in a really beautiful way. Do you notice that in your life or have you experienced that? Where things just fall in place and it's like, whoa, this is so perfect. I couldn't have even imagined it in my mind so well. And here it is. Well, something happened for me around singing and it was that, um, you know, for for years, <laughs> I had been a little bit frustrated with my neighbor who does karaoke until like wee hours of the night sometimes, like 2, 3 a.m. And it's like the beats are still pounding and I'm crawling out of bed in my PJs 
can you please stop? <laughs> and um, so then every time after that, my neighbor was like, Candace, we're having a party. I'm really sorry. And I'm like, you don't have to feel bad. Please just don't do it until like three in the morning. And he's always like, well, you can come over and join us. Come on, like sing a few songs. And I'm always like, uh-huh, okay. Like, no, I'm not coming. <laughs> Good luck with that. And this time I actually went and I surprised him greatly. <laughs> it was it was so fun. I surprised myself. I sang horribly. I couldn't hear myself. I didn't warm up. I just did it. And all his buddies are singing songs like from the Beastie Boys. If you know the Beastie Boys, they're like, like this. <laughs> I can't do it. And it's not like I had to do that, but the vibe of the whole evening was like really like hard rock and hard sounds. And I, I just couldn't keep up with it. Um, and I didn't want to bring it to like one of my love song ballads that is so calm and maybe sad. <laughs> yeah, some of my favorite songs are really morbid ones, but I love them. They're beautiful. But it was just, just was not for that mood. And anyway, after that, I let my neighbor know that I just, I didn't feel good doing it actually. I but I had a lot of fun, but I, I need practice. And he was like, you can come over and practice any time. And um, so I did. And I'm starting to practice with all his equipment, microphones and all his karaoke stuff. And it's, it's so fun. And he was like, I'm making you my project. I'm going to get you to be really good at this. And I was like, yeah, yeah, take me on. Like, I want that. D tell me anything. <laughs> Teach me. And so um, he's like sharing all these different kinds of songs with me that actually really fit my voice and are songs that I wouldn't really think to sing, like Melissa Etheridge or Bonnie Raitt. I like those songs, but I, I don't love, love, love them. But they actually just complement my voice really well. So this is such a pleasant surprise. I never in a million years thought I would be practicing karaoke with my neighbor who, who parties until 3 a.m. that I always get pissed at. But here we are, and this is exactly what I want. It's supporting my dream of becoming a singer and getting better at singing. And it's been right next door to me all along. So... And I did, you know, the day that I chose to go over there, I followed this feeling of joy. I was like, I'm going to do this. This will be fun. I, I just was ready to try something different. That was probably about the time I thought I was going to do an open mic and I needed to just get in front of a microphone besides the Embody Podcast microphone. And so uh, I was like, okay, this is a platform for me to practice. This is a chance for me to be in front of people and use use my voice, see what happens. And it's just, it's really interesting. So I've been trying all these new things. 
uh, or just putting myself into different positions to meet people and to use some different skills that I have that I want to develop. So are there things that you would like to try or things that you desire right now in your life? There's just something so powerful about declaring it, declaring that this is what you want. I want to be a singer. And then not pressuring or trying to force or put too much effort to the details, but letting life take care of itself. Letting the universe, letting the multiverse or whatever you want to call the energies that be around us return to us or let us meet up with what we desire. Because what you want is also wanting you. And your expression here, who you are, belongs here. This is your playground. You're here to exist and thrive. Not just exist, but to thrive and to enjoy and find what pleases you. So I also, when I think about desires and things meeting up and lining up, I also think about endings, things burning up or getting destroyed, contrast to contrast to your desires, like things that feel unpleasant, anger or grief, sadness and loss, things that are going sour or not going well. And it reminds me that sometimes, well, it feels like most of the time, if we really look at it from farther back, those are the things that maybe are are mm, part of something we're learning or part of something we need to see or experience, but also perhaps part of an ending in order to bring the new, a part of the desires that you have coming to fruition, actually, because the things that are already in your life may need to change in order for the new to come, for what you desire to come, and this is part of it. So I had this relationship, uh, this like half relationship that I was obsessed with. If you listen to the episode, like I think it was like my wedding falls in freedom way back when. I'll link it in the show notes. I talked about this relationship that I had that was like started that had started as no strings attached. And then I kept getting the wedding card when I would think of this person in um, doing a tarot reading for myself. And I was thinking, okay, yeah, would be amazing if he and I got married, but we are nowhere close to that. And we are definitely no strings attached and I want more. And then I was thinking, okay, is this more of like an inner wedding? Is this more about me and uniting within myself? And looking back, actually, yeah, 
it it was. I I went through so much stuff that was triggered by him just existing in my life and just existing in the world. I wrote a poem about a past life that I had had with him, and it's uh, you can find it at candisu.com slash star travelers. We were we were travelers in, into of different galaxies together, like in the stars, in the different dimensions. And um, I had basically left a piece of my soul with him when I couldn't stay with him in this dark energy space that he was at. And it was really painful for me to leave, but I couldn't live where he was living. And I kept a part of myself with him for all this time. I don't know how long that was. This is the information that came to me. And there were other pieces of um, hurt and wounding that came from the, that relationship as well as another one. And maybe we've done it a bunch of times. I don't know, like a bunch of lives. I know two in particular. And I had to, I had to retrieve those pieces of myself. So it's so hard to feel like this person is a soulmate. And it really, these experiences actually helped me realize that soulmates are people you've known in different soul, in different lives. Your souls are friends. But soulmate, I had, when I was growing up, always thought of a soulmate as the person you're going to be with, (laughs) like the one. And there were many soulmates. We have many soulmates. We have many soul friends and He was one of them to me, and even he had said that there was something different between us that he felt, but he wasn't really quite there yet with his heart or his energy. Like He wasn't really open, very open to healing or feeling into the different energies or experiences of the past that led up to now, and it It was just quite an experience for me to retrieve parts of myself. And let's fast forward, you know, I'm kind of tangenting, but fasting, fasting forward, (laughs) that even a thing, fast forward to now. At this time, there were a few things that happened that just were so painful for me. But the last six months, I had gradually gotten clearer and clearer about the fact that he was not meant, mm, what's a better way to say it? I did not want to choose him as a life partner, and he was not going to choose me either. We got a little close to it. We flirted with the idea, and our emotions got stronger for each other, but it never really quite broke out of a bit of friends with benefits, more so benefits, benefit side and some like very periphery friendship. So while it was extremely brutal for me, I had to experience it. I had to go through all of that and retrieve those pieces of myself, grieve the pain that in large part didn't feel like it was from this life, but from another life or many lives. And If I were to put the logic and rationality of this life onto it, 
it would have sounded more like, why do I even like him? He's really not for me. I don't really want to choose him. And yet a part of my heart still does. And why? You know, just questioning it. But I knew why because of all these past experiences. So at some point, I realized that there were two parts of me. One that was having this vision of who I wanted to be and who I desired in a life partner and this pathway with this man. (laughs) I knew it. I was split. And at some point, these two pathways converged. I surrendered to both of them. And now I feel way more whole. I feel like that experience is complete It's been about a couple weeks since I felt like I've gotten on the other side of the healing about it. And um, while I was in it, it was painful. And, you know, when you're in that kind of pain, you can forget that this is actually sending you in the direction you truly desire. Which gets me all the way to the point I was trying to make is that sometimes these difficult situations that we encounter in life, sometimes the things that feel like, why is this happening to me? Or why is this breaking down or ending? Or why does this feel bad? Maybe those are the things that are pushing you to feel discomfort so you make a change or that need to be destroyed or need to destruct itself for the next thing that you actually desire and feel and would feel more aligned with making way for those things to come and it's way easier to look back on your life and see that perhaps if you can even see that sometimes you just can't it's just easier out of it than when you're in it but if you're in it and you can see that then You know, the times I felt like, yes, this needs to happen. Okay, I'm in it. I surrender. I'm going to honor it. I trust this. I have just flowed with it much easier and there's been way less resistance and tension in my body. So with the trying new things, sometimes there's a big blast of discomfort that comes right before it. Um, or with the things that are arriving and wanting to arrive in your life, the things that are lined up to greet you, the things that you want to receive, there has got to be the chaos or, uh, I wouldn't say chaos totally, but there's got to be the contrast that comes before it that makes way. And if you're out there trying new things or putting yourself out there in a different way, going into new territory, experimenting, exploring, I stand behind you. Congratulations. That's so cool. If you're in your cave, if you're being a hermit, if you need to tuck yourself under a blanket, Yes, I support you too. That's good. Do what you need. Do whatever you feel called to now. Every day is different and just checking in with yourself, like what feels aligned today? 
What do I need today? What do I desire today? Where's my energy going today? Where does it need to go? And just feeling it, feeling it viscerally, energetically, more so than thinking about it. But whatever it is that you're doing, you know, especially if you're going to territory that is new or different, whether that's in your inner experience or your outer experience like me, remember that it can feel really discombobulating and off balance. When I sang in front of all those people at that party, you know, I'm glad I didn't feel shame, but I definitely felt like, ugh, this is uncomfortable. <laughs> I, I don't know about this and that's okay. I felt that too. So are there things being destroyed in your life? Are there uncomfortable things? Are there things that your heart knows it needs to leave or say no to or close the door on? Whatever is going on in you, I hope that you honor it. I'm sending lots of love and a big virtual hug to you. Thanks so much for listening today on the podcast. It's going to be a shorter episode. I'm so happy that you're here listening. And I want to thank all the people that, um, all of you out there that are listening, sharing the podcast, and also sending your donations. It just means the world to me. And I can't thank you enough. It's really meaningful to receive a note, to hear from someone that I don't even know sending me a message about what's touched them and to receive the money that you give to support the podcast it all is very touching thank you if you're interested in supporting the podcast you can go to candacewoo.com support if you have Venmo you can just send it straight to me at candace.com dash woo dash two and um the last four digits of my phone number are five zero zero one i think sometimes you have to type that in um but there are other ways to send your support if you go to my website and again check out the feed your wild voice program at candicewoo.com slash feed your wild voice and uh just wishing you really lovely day here as the rain falls outside my window hope you can enjoy the sweet things today and i'll leave you with a little bit of music to transition thanks so much for joining me and see you next time on the embody podcast <laughs>